Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast with Kimberly Snyder. My goal is to help you develop a holistic lifestyle based on our four cornerstone philosophy, food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. This holistic approach will help you feel good, which I define as being connected to your most authentic, highest self. And this is the place from which your energy, confidence, creativity, true power, and true beauty will start to explode. Every week, we provide you with interviews from top experts in their field or a solo cast from yours truly to support you in living your most beautiful, healthy, and joyful life. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, founder of Saluna, New York Times bestselling author, and holistic wellness, nutrition, and meditation teacher. Let's get started. Namaste, loves, and happy new year. I am so excited about this new year ahead. I'm excited for a year of renewal, rebirth for all of us. I'm so excited to support you with your goals, your intentions, your dreams, what you want to create in the new year. It feels like a very potent time to reflect and to get clear. And today on our show, I really was inspired to create this solo cast for you around resetting for New Year's in accordance with your values across the four cornerstones. We'll get into it in just a moment. But the premise of this show is that I've seen a lot of pressure and struggle and feeling like we messed up around New Year's when resolutions don't stick, which is statistically the reality for, I think, 97% of New Year's resolutions. So there's not always this expanded positivity around New Year's, unfortunately, even though it starts with a bang and there's parties and there's fireworks, literally and figuratively, and there's the best intentions. And so I really felt into how can we make New Year's a real shift for us in our health and our energy and our wellness across our lives. And I really do believe it's putting more energy into how do we shift our day-to-day lives to be in accordance with our values. We'll talk about this from a four cornerstone perspective, but whether our values are in living in, in alignment with nature feeling more energetic, living in a more holistic way, there are ways to incorporate that in simple ways throughout our lives. And then that will stick and that will keep us moving forward. Those are the the shifts that we can make that feel really good, that feel really impactful, and that will keep us moving into this new rebirth of the new years beyond the first two weeks or three weeks, but to keep evolving towards higher levels of wellness and self-realization and happiness and joy and peace. So I'm really excited to dig in, to dive right in, starting with our food cornerstone. Before we do, a little reminder to check out our website, mysaluna.com, where I will be posting the show notes for today. We've got hundreds of other podcasts I think you would enjoy. Amazing recipes that are simple and delicious, properly food combined. Our amazing digestive-focused supplements, meditations, articles, and more. Everything lives on the website, mysaluna.com, S-O-L-L-U-N-A.com. So please check it out for lots of more, lots more support for you. Okay, that being said, let's dive into our show today about living in accordance with our values. So when it comes down to what does it mean to feel good, 
right? Let's break it down there for a moment. The name of our show. For me, feeling good means we're living in an authentic way. It means that we're living in a way that feels aligned to our truth, to the true self, to who we are. If we value health and energy, for instance, but we find ourselves getting in a rut or feeling stressed out, trying to self-soothe, and we're constantly eating bagged food, packaged food, we're not really living in alignment with our values. Or if we value love and joy and peace, but we're not creating space or tools to support our emotional well-being, so we find ourselves often getting snippy or feeling down or feeling imbalanced, we're not living in accordance with our values. And so as we look ahead to 2024, one of the ways in which we can reframe this New Year's experience is not just quantitative, not just linear, not let me hit this milestone in my trackable, you know, wearable device, or let me lose once again as a goal, 10 pounds. These aren't really connected to the deeper why. Why are we doing these things? And when we connect to a deeper place, things really shift. Awarenesses come, new patterns come. So the deep, one of the deepest places we can go is to think about our values. What is it that we value? What is it that we want to feel? So let's start from a food standpoint. What is it that we value about food? And if you're in our community, which you are, because you're listening to this show, some of our values, and of course, this is individual, and I encourage you to spend time introspecting and thinking about this, feeling this intuitively in your heart, is um, around valuing whole-based, natural eating and dietary habits. We aren't a community based on fad diets or really strict quantitative linear analysis. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not what we tend to do here in our Saluna-based community. So what we value is eating in a way that is around naturalness, what's in season, not tampering with the foods too much, respecting, valuing, honoring nature. And so one of the ways we do that is the way that we cook, simple, and making sure that our fridges are stocked. So to live in accordance with our value means we need to take time to go to the grocery store once or twice a week. We need to carve out that time in our schedules. Or if you're like me and there is convenience available, I get Instacart twice a week and that's a home delivery service where someone else is picking out my groceries and sometimes I'm in contact with them over texting. There's replacements. I'll remind them I want my bananas really ripe or whatever it is. But that's the reality of what it takes for me to live that value. Otherwise, I'm too busy with the kids. I'm too busy with work. I don't get there. And then it falls apart. So we need to sit back and say, I value fresh food. I value being able to cook simple meals for myself. I value that, you know, food is a really important part of my energy. I need to honor it. So our dinners have gotten really simple. Last night, I chopped up baby Bella mushrooms, took about 30 seconds and maybe 40 or a minute. I threw, I threw them in a pan with coconut oil. I threw in some spinach. I pre-cooked quinoa and rice. And so I threw that into the pan and then I mix and match. I threw in some salt, some oregano. Boom. 
oops, there goes my essential oil right next to me. And then I added lemon and some tahini at the end, which the kids love because it makes it taste creamy. So simple, right? So fresh. Everything had been delivered from the market that day. And that feels really good for me. I don't value, I'm not a, a foodie in the way that my values around food are really complex, you know, seven course meals with small bites. I just, I know I'm very clear about fresh, great ingredients, organic and simple and easy to cook and simple for me and the family to eat. And so I would encourage you to think about what are, what again, for you personally, I don't want to put this on you, but if it is also simple, fresh, whole food based, how do we make that happen? And naturally, when we set ourselves up for that, the happy offshoots is that we have healthier meals. We are healthier. We are able to maintain our weight on an easier basis. We don't have to struggle with cheat days and um, guilt and, you know, am I really imbalanced here and back and forth? We're living most of the time with our values and there's times we're going to eat out. There's times there's going to be parties or events, especially now. Um, you know, it's, it's a still a time of celebration, I think, for the next while. But we can, for 80% of the time, strive to be in accordance. And another value that you may share with me is valuing the nature and honoring the earth. So how we source foods, buying from smaller farmers, supporting local, supporting organic, not supporting pesticides and heavy uses of fungicides being sprayed into the earth and damaging the environment and the water systems and the ecosystem. So the way that we source our food, eating a largely or all plant-based diet, depending on your value system. For me, one of my values with food is, is about the spiritual element. And the yogis have always taught to eat a vegetarian diet. And this helps with our meditations. This helps us to feel more light in our bodies and not so dense. So for me, part of my values around food are also spiritual values. So there's the intersection of some of our cornerstones. The new year gives us the perfect time to reset our diets as we aim to eat healthier and take better care of ourselves. Hungry Root is here to rescue you from short-lived resolutions by making meal planning easy and nutritious. Hungry Root is awesome because it supports all the major diets and lifestyles out there, including vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, dairy-free, low-carb, and others. The best part about Hungry Root is that it follows a simple standard. It has to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. When we stick to this, these standards, what's great about it is that it helps us to live our values around healthy eating and diets for the long term. An added bonus is that customers can save five hours per week using Hungry Root without the stress of grocery shopping and meal planning. This makes it easy for you to build healthy habits that won't disappear in a few weeks. And right now, Hungry Root is offering our community 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. 
please go to hungryroot.com slash feelgood to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com slash feelgood. H-U-N-G-R-Y-R-O-O-T dot com slash feelgood to get 40% off your first delivery today. So when we look at this expanded way, instead of saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, my New Year's resolution is to never eat more than 1600 calories a day, or I'm going to eat, you know, this amount of protein and this amount of carbs. It's very surface. It's very linear. It's very easy to get knocked off that when it's not based in depth, when it's not connected to our truth, to our hearts. So think about your food values. I encourage you to journal about this. You can write it down. What do I value? I value fresh. I want to feel fresh. I want to feel alive 2024. I want to feel my full vitality. Well, if that's what we value, then we lay out the details, the shopping, um, having a few easy stir fry, one pot recipes, a couple sauces, a couple salad dressings at our fingertips so we can execute and live in accordance with our values. And again, please check out the website. We're always putting up new recipes. I shared last week a gluten-free vegan Christmas version of our Christmas cookies. Treats can be very much included. And of course, entrees, soups, all of it. So if you're looking for that tangible support, you know, you don't have to troll the internet every day to look for recipes. You may just want to save, tag a few, print out a few, whatever it is. And then let that be a refresh, breathe new life into your inspiration in your cooking in the new year. So the next cornerstone is body. And we want to think about what values do we have around our body, real life, not just theoretical and the happy things that we hear about sometimes on social media, like honor your bodily temple. Do we really believe that? To how do we live that? So for me, I do value honoring the body temp- bodily temple. So a big part of that for me is valuing rest and restoration because we all live in such busy lives and it's easy to push the body beyond its natural limits. It's easy to use stimulants to keep going, more caffeine, and then it's easy to try to conk out whenever we want after watching lots of shows and to take melatonin-based products in the evening. But is that really honoring? Where's the value there? So for me, especially over the last few years, I've seen, wow, my body, I've overextended my body. I've pushed my body. There's been a level of forcing. There's been a level of wanting to be a super mom and always being there for my kids and always getting all my work done. And there's been great challenges that I've experienced I've noticed fatigue, I've noticed hair thinning, I've noticed having to have more caffeine than I ever had in the past. So I've made a really conscious shift in these weeks leading up to New Year's. I really felt into this around winter solstice this year, which was particularly impactful for me that time of the year. A lot of realizations came And I realized that I need to nurture my body more. And sometimes because I'm so busy with my kids, I don't always eat regularly and I don't always nurture myself 
to the level that I need to. So starting to take more time to make sure I'm eating enough, I'm eating regularly, I'm getting all my smoothies in. For me, this time of year, the power protein smoothie is really important. I feel like I need more density, I need more fat, I need more protein. And so again, there's this cross, natural crossover between the cornerstones here. We're talking about food again. But for me, honoring rest, for me, going to bed earlier, for me, not feeling guilty, lying around in my bed and cuddling and reading books and shutting down more, especially this time of year, it feels really good. There's times to be out more and there's times to be restorative and to cozy up. And what a wonderful time of year in the winter months for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere to take advantage of that. I think we also want to see our, you know, one of the values I have is living an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. That means I don't over push my body and exercise. It means sometimes I skip the last part of my walk, which is this big hill. And some days I just feel like, okay, there's days where it's like, okay, mentally you don't want to do this, but it's a good thing for you to do to push a little bit more physically. But there's some days where I say I'm worn down. And the benefits of doing this do not outweigh the depletiveness, right? So I think about my anti-inflammatory lifestyle. What products am I using in my household? And I've been talking about this a lot lately. If you read our January newsletter, it's another featured product. This month is air filters because I don't want inflammation to come in through air toxicity, So we've invested in air filters in 2023 and going into this year, they're in almost every room. We sleep with them next to the bed. We have them in the kitchen. We have them in the living spaces. That's become a really important, um, it's become a really important value for me is valuing the environment that we're in. What environment are we putting our body in? So that goes everything from the sheets that we use to the air quality, to, again, the products that we're using, the practices, the rituals, the self-care. What are we slathering in our bodies when our skin is dry? Are we using the finest body oils? Are we doing abiyanga? The oils then get rinsed off so they don't clog the body um, exorbitantly. If we're using lotions, do they have phthalates? Do they have parabens? Do they have artificial fragrances? So we want to see if our values are natural and um, really honoring the body's natural health, how are we bathing the body in both from an environmental standpoint and literally in our products? Also, I think it's important to see how do we value the ways in which we are, you know, our attitude towards our bodies. Is it in alignment Do we have really negative self-talk around our bodies? Do we beat up our bodies mentally every time we look in the mirror? This is something that I used to do. I used to make snarky comments to myself around the size of my thighs or my flabby arms or, you know, just any patchy skin, anything that I could find to pick on around myself, I would. And it really doesn't feel good and the body registers that, the body takes that in. Our bodies are powerful. Our bodies are intelligent. Everything affects everything else and the ways in which we treat the body, it will respond better the more love and self-care we give to the body. 
So I encourage you just with food to spend some time thinking about into 2024, what are my values around my body? You know, how do I want my body to feel? How do I want to treat my body? How do I want my body to, yes, look, but on a deeper level, how can we establish more self-connection to this incredible temple that's taking us through life, this container through which we walk, through which we extend our arms out to hug loved ones, that is digesting our food, that is metabolizing for us, that is rebuilding and rejuvenating every day. There's a cellular rejuvenation that's happening. And so how can I value this? How can I support this? Instead of tearing ourselves down, instead of, you know, um, self-sabotage, how can we best care and nourish our amazing bodies? And part of that is, you know, again, if we want our value, if our values, our bodies to work its best, making sure we're taking our SBO probiotics regularly, not getting off track with the practices that really matter. For me, 2023, I had some real discussions with my dentist. I wasn't flossing and, you know, to be frank, regularly. And now I floss every night. I want to take care of my teeth. I want to take care of these parts of my body that work so hard for me every day that I have taken for granted in the past. One of my practices is to oil and massage my feet every night. I honor that my feet are walking with me and taking me through life. And these gratitude and appreciation practices for the body go a long way. They connect us to this physical temple. We're having an embodied experience and our bodies are, you know, like it or not, part of that. And I think the more that we honor the body, the better we're going to feel in our body in 2024. It's not going to be this, you know, source of strife. The body is not the way I want it to look or I don't have enough energy coming from this real place of lack. And then that lack gets reinforced in our relationships and in our work. And so it, it just is pervasive energy that holds us back across our lives. And none of us want that. So this segues into emotional well-being. And what do we value in this cornerstone? For me, I'll share with you personally, I value building my energy reserves, feeling calm, feeling equanimity, feeling harmony. I don't want to let depletive emotions rule my life. I value peace. I value really finding a through line to connection and not going down old patterns of drama or letting things fester or linger. There was a situation recently around a family event, which started to feel stressful. There was some confusion around details and it was almost like telephone tag or telephone that game where it went from, I was talking to someone and it text chain didn't go so well. And then that person reached out to another person in the family, reached out to my husband, came back to us. It was like, whoa, this is stressful. And this is how family drama usually goes. And I don't want this in my life. So it was a simple phone call, me and my husband calling this relative and diffusing it. Hey, you know, we played a role in this miscommunication. I'm really sorry. 
this is actually what we want. This is what we want to create with you. We want it to feel great. We want this event to go really great. We want to support. It was diffused in, you know, 10 minute conversation because that's a value I have is I don't want to deplete energy in drama. I don't want big emotions to fester. So that's a relationship example. And in myself, watching myself, seeing where the past joins me, seeing where, oh, this was a past pain or wound or a time where I didn't feel good or a time when I didn't feel seen or a time where I didn't feel worthy of being considered. And it's coming up now. And so my value to myself is to bring myself back to center. And so that means calling on my tools, many of the tools I share with you, some of the tools that I share in my last book, You Are More Than You Think You Are, tools that I will share in my upcoming book, which is really about that centeredness and creating that incredible vitality and joy that's really possible for us when we don't deplete energy and we go into our hearts and we start to live our truth, start to really turn on this incredible power of the true self. Day in and day out, there's energy leaks. We need to plug them. We need to see this 2024. You know, so the value here could be I value energy. I value equanimity. I value calm and I'm not going to give my power away anymore. And so then stepping back, introspection is a really powerful part of this. What are my patterns? Where do I still get caught up? Where do I, you know, deplete myself? Where do I? let myself get walked over in a certain relationship or where do I still get really angry? And, you know, instead of soothing myself, breathing, taking a step back, calming myself before I follow this familiar pattern. So there's a lot here. I think that, um, again, this segues into meditation. I think the way in which we start the day, if we can start the day from a place of more calmness and breathing and calming ourselves before we go into any sort of um, charged situation. We have more energy reserves. We're better able to handle ourselves. So the ways in which, again, daily practices, how do we start the day, making sure we get up early enough to at least set that intention to get really connected to ourselves, breathe down into the lower belly, put your hands on your heart, try one of our practical enlightenment meditations, Soon we'll be uploading our heart aligned meditations, which is a new meditation practice that is part of the next book. It is something that we ran a study on in LA and there was incredible 29% increase in coherence, which means our thoughts become aligned with our hearts, our deepest selves. We start to go into each day with more emotional intelligence, which means our nervous system doesn't get jacked up. We don't go into the sympathetic overdrive which means increased blood pressure, faster heart rate. It tends to mean more reactive thoughts and getting into a mess that we then have to clean up. We have to apologize. We have to make those phone calls. We have to have those difficult conversations. We waste a lot of energy. So get clear with your values for this year. I value peace. I value connection. I value more ease in my conversations with others, whether this be work colleagues or personal relationships where everything that we talk about just feels a lot more easeful and energy regenerative, however you want to think of it. This segues, of course, into our spiritual cornerstone. This is foundational here. 
What do we value? So this can feel, you know, a little bit because it's not physical. How do we pin that down? For me, spiritually, the highest values for me are love, peace, and joy. And so if we bring those values in, we choose the loving, kind thing to do versus digging in and wanting to be right. We value kindness. We value seeing how we can connect and alleviate someone's suffering, how we can help someone in a situation. Simple, hold the door open, give one a smile, someone a smile that looks like they're having a hard day, give a little word of encouragement, ask the cashier how their day is going, right? It starts from connecting to what energy can I bring into every situation of my day? Spirituality to me is very practical. It's not, you know, just the times we go to temple or synagogue or the mosque or church, but day-to-day living. What am I bringing to this particular situation? What am I bringing to this tiniest of interaction with the bank teller, with the, you know, parent that we cross as we're bundling up our little children and leaving school, what is the energy that I am contributing? And so we can contemplate on that. We can turn this value into empowerment. 2024, how can I bring more good into the world? How can I be of service? And sometimes we think it has to be these grandiose acts. I have to set up a foundation or volunteer at the soup kitchen or dedicate a percentage of my hours to volunteering. Those can be part of it. Volunteering is great, but in a broader sense, I really believe that it's the day-to-day where we can all impact hugely these moments. We can all serve everyday life. How? What am I bringing to this party? What am I bringing to this dinner? What am I bringing to this tiny little text conversation with my friends or whatever it is? We honor that. We bring that love in. We bring that intention in. This is where meditation starts to permeate our lives and stillness or whatever we value, right? For me, my meditations are a way to touch that energy of bliss and feelings of oneness. And then then the work begins. Then it's saying, how do we live this as a living practice? This isn't just theoretical. This isn't just the times I'm on the mat meditating or the times I'm on my meditation cushion, but how do I live this and breathe this into my life? And so let 2024 be a year where we start to live more of our values. What is in our heart? What do we want to bring? What is our contribution to the world? And so this cornerstone is a very powerful anchor for the other ones. And now let's just wrap up by looking at how they're interconnected. The ways in which we eat gives us that mental clarity and that mindset and the energy, the vitality to feel really good and to feel motivated to continue to live our values, right? And when we take care of our bodies and when we sleep well and when we feel rested, we have more energy to be kind and we have more energy to stay calm emotionally. And when we are living our values emotionally, taking a step before responding, before, um, before reacting, we respond more calmly, keeping ourselves more emotionally intelligent and in equilibrium, it's easier to live our values spiritually of love and peace. It's easier to be more calm to the body. We care for the bodies 
better when we are emotionally stable. We're not going into fight or flight. We are not jacking up our cortisol. We are not, you know, um, aging ourselves prematurely. We're not depleting our reserves. We are not fraying our DNA telomeres more than we need to from stress responses, right? Everything is this beautiful pulse of interconnected energy, which is why the cornerstones is such a perfect framework for you to look into your values. So I encourage you after this podcast, SoloCast, to take time in the next 48 hours to sit with yourself and to get out that beautiful journal of yours, maybe to meditate first and to sit and to think, hmm, what are my values around my body? What are my values around food? You know, Kimberly listed some of hers, some of those I resonate with. Maybe some of mine are a bit different and that's cool. That's okay. As long as there's clarity. And then how do I set that up? If I want my body to feel this, you know, level of, um, health and circulation, I need to value putting time into working out three to five times a week. How do I carve that out? And at the same time, rest. Maybe I really do need to look at cutting back on my screen time or going out so much or whatever it is. Live the values. Don't just create surface resolutions that aren't connected to the deepest truth in you. You are so wise. There's so much wisdom in you. There's so much creative potential. There's so much creative power. How do we harness it? How do we unleash it? It starts by really aligning to your values and then creating systems to enact them each and every day. So it's not just a philosophical thing, but a living, breathing energy in your life. And you are going to benefit so much. I'm so excited for this year ahead. I'm so excited to support you every step of the way. You can write into the podcast, as I mentioned. I will receive your questions We will connect on social media, hopefully. I'm at at underscore Kimberly Snyder. We will connect. We're going to have some Zooms. We're going to have some community events this year. It's going to be amazing. We have product launches. We have our greens powder coming up. We have an amazing water bottle for you. We have um, pregnancy courses. We have things coming and it's going to be amazing. And I'd love to hear from you as well in our dynamic connection and relationship. So I send you so much love, so much light. I wish you the most beautiful of New Year's ahead. And especially as we begin this incredible journey together. So thank you as always for being in the community. I send you so much light, all my heart, so much love. Namaste. Many women feel stuck in their current job and are looking for a career change. And I say none of us should ever feel stuck. That is why I'm so excited to share with you about Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business, which has full-time MBA programs consistently ranked amongst the top 20 in the nation. 
Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition cost with average starting salary. Tuition is over 50% lower than other comparable ranked programs. The full-time MBA class of 2023 achieved a record-breaking average salary of $154,679, a 12.5% increase from the previous year. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. And when you attend an information session, you will receive an application fee waiver. Please visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more and see where a Scheller MBA will take you. That's gtmbawomen.com.